Hello there. Welcome back to Soul Archaeology. I hope you all had a beautiful uh, end of Scorpio season and entrance into Sagittarius season. I know I talked a lot about last week kind of what to expect within this Sagittarian season. Some of the shadow and light aspects of Sagittarius and where it's really pushing us push, pushing us into uh, the spaces it's, it's calling us to within ourselves to aid in this evolutionary process. And something that's really cool about astrology um, and the, the signs within the zodiac are that they all serve an evolutionary purpose. And we sort of utilize these energies, these essences or sort of flavors in order to give us what we need to move forward and through this evolutionary path to lean into the energies that we need more of or um, the energies that are activating for us uh, in order to really accomplish what we came here to accomplish, to learn what we came here to learn, to have the experiences we're meant to have. And so the sort of flavor or essence of each sign is essential. And we all have each sign within us. We have it within our own chart, even if we don't have a celestial body there. That essence is within us. It might just be more heightened if you have certain planets there. It might be more part of your personality. But if you don't have anything there, it's typically an area where there's opportunity. You know, there's not as much conditioning, but there's more opportunity actually to harvest what you need to from that that specific sign and that specific essence. This week on the 27th, today, if you're listening to this on Monday, we have a full moon in Gemini. And a full moon occurs when the moon and the sun are opposite one another. And what it does is it really illuminates our inner landscape. And this full moon in particular will be highlighting themes that we were navigating back in June when we had our new moon in Gemini. And this kind of closes a cycle when we have a new moon and a full moon around the full moon uh, within the same sign, there's a completion, there's an ending, there is a sort of full embodiment of whatever specific lesson you were navigating during that new moon. Um, And of course, we love completions. (laughs) And with the sun being in Sagittarius and the moon being in Gemini, there's so much focus on communication. And of course, as you know, the, the idea or the focus on communication has been significantly heightened over the last few years. Um, specifically when we had the North Node and the South Node in Gemini and Sagittarius in 2020 through 2021. Actually, the beginning of 2022, in January 2022, it shifted to Scorpio and Taurus. But there's this sort of completion energy here, you know, this deepening, this ripening, this maturing of the lessons that you perhaps have been learning and navigating over the last four years, while there has been a focus on Gemini and Sagittarius. And then last year we had Mars and Gemini, which went through a really long retrograde period. So there's been quite a lot of focus on communication in particular, how we communicate, what we communicate. With the moon being in Gemini, there is this highlighting of our relationship within community and specifically local community with it being in Gemini. 
So there's a lot that will be revealed this week. I think it's also going to feel quite fast. I've been talking to so many of you who have felt like the energy is sort of squeezed. Um, Time is being squeezed at the moment, feeling like things are moving quickly, beginning to sort of move forward, uh, mobilize uh, after this really heavy retrograde period. And there's this sort of push and pull between things feeling like they're kind of moving slowly and you're moving through mud and then this fast, quick paced um, time, these timelines that are sort of merging and um, dissolving all at the same time. And Gemini moves really quickly. So you might notice that conversations that need to be had are had. You might notice that things are cleared up, that there's, um, you know, just a deepening into your framework of how you communicate what where areas where you can improve that perhaps or areas where you need to speak your truth or sort of refine how you say things i've been working on this a lot with clients lately so i feel like as we enter into sagittarius season and enter into this full moon in gemini that flashlight is going to be directly on our communication framework are we communicating from the wound or from our higher self from the higher heart and of course, collectively, this is such a huge, th- huge theme. We looked at how we connected during COVID, during a time when we were physically separated, and how we stay connected. I think there will be a big focus on social media, on communication, on how news information is spread, data is spread over the next, really for the rest of our lifetime, because it's such a big part of the Aquarian age. But there might be this sort of desire to connect more in person, you know, or to connect more authentically, to have deeper, more meaningful conversations. That's very much a Sagittarian (laughs) trait, but it's, it's a big time. It's a very important time. So I love to see how these transits sort of come through, how these cycles come through at the perfect time when we need them. And I feel like December will be all about refining our truth channel, really getting clear on what it is we want to say, we need to say, and clearing some of this out so that we can move forward more embodied, more empowered, especially in our truth channel, our voice, our throat. So just notice what's coming up, what comes up this week as we sort of, I mean, it is the holiday season, so there's a lot of interactions that are maybe not as available normally that will occur in the the months of November, December, Um, into the new year, um, the Gregorian new year. So it is an opportunity to sort of fine tune and to look at what and where are we channeling from. A practice I have been recommending to clients lately because there's so much extra charge in the air. There's so much emotion and feeling when we really get deep into certain layers and certain wounds it opens up that space and anything that is occurring on the physical plane or can occur on the physical plane to help us heal that wounded space will be brought forward and will actually be magnified. So what happens is when we have an existing wound or a space where there is charge held, either it's a trauma or it's something from a past life or it's something that holds a certain amount of energy for us, it attracts those energies and those emotions on that are occurring on the physical plane to that wounded space. 
So when we witness emotion externally um, around us in the collective, when we when we experience grief, when we witness or feel the resonance of grief, of pain, of fear in our field, we automatically feel that resonance within our wounded spaces. So within the spaces that feel tender for us, that hold that charge. So if there's something specifically maybe around communication or how something's communicated or what is communicated, it always gets distilled down to an energy and it's fine and it finds its space within us where it can activate what's already existing. So maybe there's the energy of fear in the field and you might not be connected into that specific fear frequency externally, but what it will do is it will activate the fear that's already within you, the fear and the spaces that hold fear within us. And then within those spaces, we have an opportunity then, of course, to bring that wound forward, to air it out, to let it be present, to be seen, to be witnessed, so we can clear some of that extra charge. If you could just picture your wound as sort of like a root ball, and that root ball holds so much data and information from the past, where we've been in other timelines, dimensions, past lives, uh, childhood things within this life and ancestry. And within that root ball, we have past information, but what happens as well is that present energies activate that root and we can have almost like an overreaction to the experience that is happening on the, in the present moment. So I always try to remember, remind clients of that when we're working together, when there's a strong reaction to something that's occurring. I always ask them, where have you felt this before? Where have you experienced the same feeling before? Where can you feel it in your body? Because there's a charge there. And of course, when we are interacting in our present day, there are certain things that act- activate us more than other things. You might notice, for example, um, you're having a conversation with your partner and they say something that just activates something deeply within your body and you feel this anger start to build and you feel this defensiveness coming on and you feel this fear coming in. All of that is valid, right? If something is occurring on the physical plane that feels dysregulating, uh, it's valid and it's okay. And we get to have an opportunity to work through that with the person that is activating that wound. But it's also important to know that there's probably some past information attached to that experience as well. It might not only be a present moment activation. It might be activating your relational framework or maybe the way they said what they said reminded you of the way your father talked to you or your mother talked to you or you remember that feeling of fear and anger from an experience very early on because our relationships and the people around us are here to serve as mirrors. So a practice I really love to encourage my clients to utilize while we're in these sort of heightened states, especially in a space like Scorpio season or Sagittarius season when things can feel quite heated and intense, 
um, with a full moon. And then of course, we're entering into a Mercury retrograde on the 13th. So we're already in that um, close to being in that shadow period. So communication is the theme for December. And as we move into the space of holidays and community events and family functions, perhaps, or perhaps, or friend functions, it's important to remember that what we experience here and now oftentimes has roots in the past. So if you're feeling an overreaction to something that's occurring now, if you have awareness around this really isn't that that charged or this really shouldn't quote unquote shouldn't have activated me as much as it did why does it feel so intense there is more than likely a past root and it's probably bringing you to that root ball or that wound so i love the idea of just dropping into a deep meditation and just asking the question finding where that charge is held in your body and asking it questions asking it what it has to tell you, if there's any messages, if when, when was the last time you experienced this? And of course, this is, you know, a practice that, that is really can be done in a therapeutic container most effectively, but these are things you can do at home on your own as well as, as, as long as you feel safe and as long as you feel regulated enough to enter into that space. Another practice I really love to help sort of clear some of this extra charge, some of the charge that's held outside of the wound that makes us have that reaction that feels bigger than the present moment is journaling, spending time thinking about when you had felt this the last time, what's your earliest memory of feeling this specific emotion, this level of anger, this level of grief or fear, whatever it is, and spending time with that space, you know, really taking your time. I also love if it's related to one specific person and you can pinpoint where the emotion is held and who is attached to it, writing letters to those people. I was working with a client last week and she had an experience with a friend and there was sort of a reaction on both ends that was um, not congruent with the experience itself. They could both tell that there was a wound that was activated And so she could see that, she could feel it, but within her body, within her somatic experience, she couldn't move that charge. She was struggling being around this person. She felt unsafe. Um, It was really bringing her back to the experiences with her own mother and the experiences that were linking to her nervous system dysregulation as a child. And And so anytime we have an experience that is activating something from the past that's activating a charge that already exists within us we want to find ways to not only get beneath that charge and allow it to sort of process through giving it space and giving it exactly what it needed then and didn't receive in this present moment and there are many different somatic practices to do that and i'll really i think just do a whole episode on this concept, the idea of past activations coming through a present moment portal. But since we're speaking about communication in this episode and we're in fiery Sagittarius season and it can bring up a lot of sort of stuck or stored emotions in the throat, especially with this full moon in Gemini, 
something I really love to practice when I feel like there's something stuck or stored in someone's body or field that wants to be communicated, but not necessarily communicated to that person because it's coming from the wound. I love the idea of writing a letter to either the person that's activating you in the present moment or the the time, the timeline and the person involved from the past where this space is being activated. And really, I recommend doing it for as many people as you need to, to kind of help some of that get witnessed. And you write a letter directly from the wound. So just allowing, you know, your inner child to come forward, to say what they need to say, to channel through the emotion, and then taking that letter and burning it. So, you know, not giving it to that person, but burning it so that some of this charge, some of this excess can be actually processed. It can be expressed through the throat, through the writing. And what this does is it, it sort of rewires that experience that we had so that what's happening in the present moment doesn't get pulled into that wound as much. And it can process some of the excess charge around the wound so that you can deal what's occurring in the present moment strictly from the perspective of the present moment. So some of that charge gets released and you can speak from a a regulated space to the person that's activating you in this present moment. And I recommend you do as many letters as you need to, to sort of help move through that experience, that emotion, that charge. Of course, there's, you know, somatic practices to help yourself regulate physically and to move that charge through physically which are really important as well. Things like shaking, depending on what the activation is, shaking or pressing up against a wall, um, doing some vagal toning. But I, I really like the idea of writing these letters to channel your throat a little bit and then regulating and coming to a place of feeling comfortable, perhaps having the conversation in real time with the person in the present moment. It's very cathartic. And it's also incredibly energetically powerful too. It's a really powerful practice to release the stuck and stored energies in our field as well. So this is just a great practice for this journey through our connection and our communication framework this month as we navigate Sagittarius season, as we navigate Gemini, this Gemini full moon, um, the opposition to Gemini. So anything you have in Gemini, Sagittarius, Virgo, or Pisces will be activated throughout this month. We have Mars and the sun moving through Sagittarius. So there's definitely a focus on how we communicate. And we also will have Venus in Scorpio as well, and we'll be navigating a um, Mercury retrograde. So I've kind of done a little bit of a, a December forecast, but I'll do an official episode for that as well. But these are some of my favorite practices to effectively communicate when activated and when a charge comes through, because we are pulling through so much karmic data and information. So thank you so much for being here. The card I pulled today was Peacock from the Untamed Elemental deck, and it feels very appropriate since we're talking about transmuting old dense energies in the present moment. 
and peacock is all about transmutation peacock lives and it says peacock lives in the woods where he consumes among other things poisonous plants his ability to transmute vegetal toxins into extravagant iridescent plumage makes him an alchemist of the highest order peacock has a reputation for vaingloriousness he is boastful exuberant in his beauty and has the mastery required to back up his his outrageous self-assurance peacock invites you to take in information or circumstances both negative and positive and alchemize them into a harmonized energetic field that blesses your life to do this is to master the art of transmutation and it requires accepting your pain with as much love and gratitude as you do your happiness when you do this you begin to experience everything in life as happening for you rather than to you your travails become a gateway to greater freedom and beauty with the application of loving awareness everything is energy just waiting to be liberated into a more authentic expression of self when it's balanced assigning sacred purpose to the entirety of your life when it's imbalanced feeling immobilized by your perceptions of your circumstances to bring into balance dedicate time to serve others with full openness and acceptance become available to the deeper awareness that is waiting to be revealed and i love that so much because it really talks a lot about our own responsibility to sort of harness the opportunity in each moment that we have to work with and transmute the energies that are coming forward for us to really channel our highest expression and that's really what this season is about i think so i'm excited to see how this episode lands for all of you feel free to message me to email me i'd love to hear if it resonated if it's resonating with what you're currently experiencing and as always thank you so much for being here i wanted to mention i'm just mentioning in each episode that i have uh, a few spaces left for private mentorship in january beginning in january so this is my favorite way to work with clients it's a very 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 deep intimate extremely powerful container that we open together Um, your soul initiates it it guides us through the journey it takes us exactly where you need to go within this time and space to transmute alchemize process integrate what you're experiencing in order to enter into the next timeline timeline more empowered um, more aligned more clear around what it is you're here to do in this next chapter I created this to work with women through times of transition and change because as a Scorpio rising I have had to navigate much change within my life and realize having a guide through that journey is just so helpful to just see where exactly i am why i'm experiencing what i'm experiencing and how i can work with it rather than against it i feel so many times we're in these spaces of transformation and we're actually working against the energy without knowing it and it just makes the experience a little bit more challenging a little bit more painful (laughs) at times so this container is is that it's really to to provide a space for us to journey together into the depths of your being to integrate expand and enter into the next timeline more empowered i work with people who are 
you know, starting their own businesses, who are starting healing work or space holding work. I work with people who are um, navigating big changes, pregnancies, um, breakups, divorce, <laughs> new relationships, all of these different things that really catalyze us in our lives um, to create some sort of change, an initiation. And so you can find more information about my mentorship and book a clarity call on my website. I will also link it in the show notes as well so you can access it easily there. But thank you once again for being here. I just love connecting with all of you. Thank you so much for the support. If you are able to a rating, a review, um, sharing on Instagram, subscribing to the podcast, all of that helps me so much to produce this podcast and to keep it going. Um, I just love it so much. (laughs) So thank you for being here. Um, I will be back next week with an episode about navigating um, the healing of past lives. So I'm really excited to deep dive on that. That was something that someone submitted on Instagram that they'd like me to cover. So it's one of my favorite topics. So we'll we'll go deep on that, but I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week.